0: Are you alright, mate?
1: <laughs> yeah, I I'm uh, I'm fine, mate. How are you, mate?
0: I, mate, am bloody brilliant. Oh that's good mate. that you're good, yes.
1: mate. I'm glad that you're good. <laughs> really
0: over accentuating and aggressive mate.
1: Yeah. There. Hey, absolutely. Uh, we are still mates, been, though.
0: We are still, <laughs> believe it or not. Contrary to popular <laughs> yeah. belief. Um yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Ari.
1: Yeah, we are. Um,
0: we had this life. Yeah. Um to be honest, it's actually worked out in our favor because as a point of recording. Yeah. There is now an untold <laughs> wealth of things to talk about <laughs> because we haven't spoke for about 3 to 4 weeks. Absolutely. So the first thing I think we should get it out of the way. Yep. Get it done. Yep. Get it completely sorted. Yep. Donald Trump (laughs) held a press release conference at a Five Seasons that wasn't a Five Seasons hotel. It was indeed a Five Seasons fucking garden centre or something next to the dildo shop in a car park. I'm pretty sure it's Four
1: Seasons...
0: Oh, sorry, four seasons, yeah. Four seasons.
1: I'm not America. I
0: don't give a shit. I'm not America.
1: We've forgotten how to speak or communicate. I forgot words. I'm not I'm America. Hang on, hang on, hold the phone. So we're 59 episodes in and you're not America. You're not America. You did not fucking tell me this. I would not have signed up for this if I'm... I'd have realised that you weren't America. I was always under the belief system that I was a part of a union. <laughs> yeah.
0: Just happened to be. I thought I thought they were
1: voting for you or not, but I mean, they're voting for
0: me, obviously. I mean, yeah, of
1: course, president. All right,
0: I can't speak. It's been a while since we practiced audible dictation, so yes, (laughs) I am suffering. All right, but the fact remains: yes, the now seemingly ex-president of the United States (laughs) had a press conference held in a car park because someone doesn't read further than the Google headline when yeah. they go to Google Maps. What a mock. I mean in fact, I think it was Rudy Giuliani, the same guy that caught got caught in Borat too, but his hands in his fucking pants. Yeah. Over a over a, a girl of just nondescript age.
1: Yeah, I mean when I watched Borat, um, I thought that was going to be the craziest thing that happened. Um with anything to do with Trump for a while. And then the election happened. And, I mean, as, as we've said on podcasts in, in, uh, in the past, you know, we're not political experts. Obviously, um, you know, we, we have a, a main line through to America a little bit more than we used to with, uh, with Kelly. But, um, mm. I mean, it's just bonkers.
0: Oh, it's been completely mad.
1: Like... He he's just the, the thing that stood out to me out of all of the coverage out of all of the, the sort of stories that were coming out of the election was that there were Trump supporters going to um the ballot um places and the voting booths, whatever you want to call them, and <laughs> the ones in the states where he was um doing well, they were saying they were all chanting stop the count. And in the, the <laughs> states or districts that he was doing poorly, they were encouraging people to continue to vote. So like you don't even have the same message amongst your crazy <laughs> fucking supporters.
0: No one knows what's happening. It's just... Let's, let's just say, regardless of who's in charge, let's just face it, all politicians are pricks and they will do sneaky, slimy stuff. Yeah. But some are more presentable than others. We'll say that at least.
1: Yeah and I th- And
0: yes Joe Biden looks like if you unplug him he might die.
1: Well but- and and I but I also think it's important like that the there's quite a lot of people obviously very pro Biden and, and Harris and what have you. And I think if you look at both of their voting records, or I mean if you just look up a few videos of Joe Biden, you might not be so enthused about him. However, yeah, no matter but- how bad either of them have been, both of them are better than Trump. And I think that's the point. Yeah, even
0: if you combine the two of them. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Nuclei of evil. I mean, one of us could run Trump.
1: for president, and we would <laughs> well, be better than Trump.
0: This is the point. Now we need to set our sights to the future.
1: Twenty twenty-four.
0: We can get rid of some Boris because we don't really need any Boris. No. Because, my God, the guy's a fucking moron. Yep. In fact, just to just to cut myself off. Did you see the pub in New Brighton that changed its its sign? for the name of its pub. So it hasn't actually changed its name, but it's repainted it. In New Brighton? New Brighton.
1: Where which I is up up north. Oh, I don't know. Side. I've never heard of that. But okay, no, I so therefore, no, I haven't seen that. So no. there's,
0: there's a pub up there called the James Atherton. Okay. Now, what it's done is it's put up a load of uh, pub-style paintings of uh, their new figureheads, I'll say. Right. Uh, which happened to be Boris. Right. Um Gove, i think and pick pick another one pick anyone Jeremy doesn't Hunt. really matter probably him
1: yeah
0: uh pub's now called the three bellens <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's fantastic
0: <laughs> oh it did tickle me so yeah anyway get back to the point get rid of him yeah you know trump mark two you can go we'll yeah. have sensible looking people that look sensible in charge yeah until 2024 <laughs> where i urge every single American who believes in America to vote for Kanye 2024. Let's get Kanye in. Come on, he can do it. He's harder, faster, better, stronger.
1: He walks then. with Jesus. <laughs> he got like 60,000 fucking votes. He got point. 8% of the entire <laughs> vote. But I, for fuck's sake,
0: we can get him in. The Babelbrun endorses Kanye. <laughs> 2024. I've stood there with my hands in the air like Eisenhower. 2024! Oh <laughs> <God. laughs> Episode 59. Yep. It seems like it should be more than that.
1: <laughs> well, it, it should be more than that, but we've just been sorry. Yeah, we are we're
0: sorry. sorry. Like not got lethargy. in the way. No, it's is bullshit. But yeah. things have happened, like we said. So one of the things that happened is Halloween has
1: mm. been gone. Mm.
0: Um, not much to say about Halloween. Obviously, it was locked down, so no knocking on doors and none of that business. Mm-hmm. We had a few bits to eat and all that sort of stuff. And while we were still allowed, uh, my mum and dad came out. So I took our house total to six. And they're in our
1: bubble. Anyway. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, and my dad said one of the funniest things i've ever heard a human say okay over halloween so we're sat in the back room tell we're all talking kids are dunking for fucking apples because my wife is from the 1800s presumably <laughs> and uh, an advert come on the tv in between the playlist that we have played and it was for the presumably the new halloween movie that's coming out or being produced or whatever
1: right so it's a quick tv what, uh, spot. michael myers kind of Yeah, 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 exactly that. that,
0: Yeah, so quick TV spot, Bosch, Michael Myers. Uh, what's the name? Jamie Lee Curtis, and something else. And then, anyway, but that goes, Oh, I've seen him. But you've seen Michael Myers, that really amazing. He goes, I've seen him. Oh, what's his name? That's thingy, innit? Not Freddy, um, Paul. (laughs) and i was like paul paul myers terrified no just paul no myers no the second name just like prince paul it was possibly the best (laughs) renaming of a character i've ever been witness to because i'll tell you what mate paul scares me a lot more than michael myers does yeah (laughs) some
1: geezers walking around in a Dickie's jumpsuit called Paul. <laughs> it's that the is... least
0: effective name <laughs> ever. <laughs> What's your name? Paul. Oh. All right,
1: You're right Paul. <laughs> Paul. What's up, Paul. Um yeah, that Got is. Nothing. It was funny actually because I was um I prior to the new lockdown that had started. Mm. Um and I think we could all kind of sense that something like this was going to happen. Um Yeah. So I for the first time in forever Um, probably since, well, maybe even since before Christmas, I popped down to see my dad um, and I went to his, his allotment um, because obviously we're, you know, we we could be social distance. We could be outside all that kind of jazz. Um, And obviously, firstly, The amount of time and effort that that man has put into that allotment is preposterous, the work that he's done on there. Um, And it was weird because I haven't seen him for, as I say, for possibly like nine, ten months. And firstly, I see him. and I'm like, he's starting to look like a little old man. Like he's he's kind of, you know, he's old. He's in his 70s now. Um, Mm. But my dad's always had this, even when I was growing up and you probably remember this, my dad's always had this problem of he, he never, we never ever really had any food in our house, not in a like (laughs) impoverished way, but like, he just never, we never had any like crisps or biscuits or anything. No, no No, No, it was all just like, you know, you'd look in the fridge and there'd be a glass bowl of boiled potatoes in it and yada yada. (laughs) So I was, we were talking about this when I was growing up. Um, and and I said, like, most kids for dessert would get, you know, like a fucking chalk ice or a fionetta because obviously we're yeah. like working class families. I used exactly. to get a yogurt, that's all I was allowed, or an apple. And I was trying to explain to my dad, because my dad absolutely fucking loves ice cream, and I was trying to explain to him, like, that is not – a yogurt is not a dessert, an apple is not a dessert. Both of the, the, those, you know, individual things are delicious – But that's not the same. And then I reminded him of a story. We were in Cyprus when I was about 11 or so, I guess, 10 maybe. Okay. And he'd met this, uh, we'd sort of met this holiday family. Um, They had two, three kids, me and my mum, my dad, then blah, blah, blah. And Mm. the, the, the patriarch of that family was a guy called Jerry. Now, Jerry was kind of, um, he was one of these kinds of guys, he was completely bald, and he used to wear a hanky on his head. um, And had like, you know, those kind of very focal sunglasses. Um, Anyway, Jerry comes over to the apartment that we were staying in and knocks on the door and says to my dad, I've heard about this um, place that does the best ice cream in Cyprus. Right Now, firstly, I didn't know the Cypriots were known for their ice cream. So I wasn't sure why my dad was so excited about it but he my dad was like oh yeah will, let's go and get an ice cream because my dad had hired a car. So right. I said to my dad well can I come and get an ice cream and he was like well don't you want to you know stay here with the pool blah you know in the pool with the kids blah 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 I was like no I want a fucking ice cream I never get an ice cream. She so was like oh, fine okay so we get in the car. Now bearing in mind, we went to Cyprus in like the height of summer. So my dad was too stingy to rent a car that had air conditioning. <laughs> of course. Of course he was. <laughs> so I'm sat in the back of a of a like a 90s Renault Twingo with the windows rolled down and essentially just 40 degree warm air. I was say hot air. The it's, it was fucking horrendous. Two hours it took us to get to this ice cream shop what i mean i'm pretty sure you can walk from the top to the bottom of cyprus in less than two hours but it took us two hours so by the time we get there it obviously didn't bring like a bottle of water or something or anything no, like that so we're all dying we get to this ice cream place and it's it's almost in the middle of nowhere mm. and there is a queue outside there must be 50 people queuing to get an ice cream Come so out. my dad says to me because he can't find a parking space. So my dad says, if you just wait in the car, I'll, Jerry and I will queue up and we'll get an ice cream. He was like, what, <laughs> what ice cream do you want? And I was like, I see, I think I said like strawberry or something. He was like, okay, fine." Yeah. So I sat in the car <clears throat> for what was probably about 45 minutes. And by this time I'm starting to feel like I'm going to hallucinate because I'm so hot. <laughs> He goes, he goes in and he buys himself, like, I think it was a pistachio. He loves pistachio ice cream. Jerry gets, like, a fucking rum and raisin. They both walk back to the car without an ice cream for me. <laughs> and my dad gets in the car and he's eating it. And I was just sat in the back looking at him. And I was like, Dad, where's my ice cream? He was like, oh, no. Oh, no, I forgot. And I just looked at him, and he looked at the queue. like, well, I'm not queuing up in that again. And then turned the car on and drove two hours back to the apartment building. I did a four-hour <laughs> round trip in 40-degree heat, and I didn't even get fucking ice cream out of it. For absolutely nothing. For no reason just stay by at at all. all. Just Not stay yep. where the drinks and the food are. Yeah. No, no, no I on an ice cream. Thanks, Oliver. Forty so you, didn't it? four hour round trip in forty degree heat. Didn't even get a fucking ice cream out of it. I'll
0: teach this little shit for coming with me.
1: <laughs> what Fuck a prick! And he wonders Cheers, why mate. I have so, like residual hatred for him.
0: <laughs> those, those memories. Never I've go never away. been
1: able to quench that first I tell you, I
0: still haven't got twenty five years later. <laughs> Don't be angry, don't be pissed. Just sit there and put it on your face. Hey,
1: that was a nice
0: bit of harmonising for a change. Yeah, sure. And for a change, yep, it's your go.
1: Okay, Um, first entry, people who pronounce ibuprofen as ibuprofen or ibuprofen, or ibrafren, it's ibuprofen. (laughs) Um, My second entry is fireworks.
0: Yep, they're on mine as well. Yep,
1: too loud, too intrusive, scare dogs. I used to
0: like fireworks a lot, and I used to like just doing them whenever. But now that I've had animal cats and things, Mm. it's like everyone who sets one off is a cunt yeah i don't even mean it no it's a very it's cool to have it on the night on the night you can lock your cat in or your dog or child whoever's scared of it put them under the bed safe all good Mm. but when it goes on for like two weeks
1: well i think it's also the fact that like going to a large organized firework display which we obviously can't do at the moment but could um after about 14 seconds you're like yeah no, oh, I don't it? really care like, about this. You've anymore. still
0: got another fourteen minutes of yeah. pyrotechnical music mastery to sit through.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's just it's it's outrageous. Um my third entry is people who think that going to the pub is a god given right. Um, lazy lazy delivery drivers. So you're expecting a package. And you get a thing through. You've been sat in waiting for said package to Uh, arrive. Yeah. And a thing comes. You're like, I wonder where that thing is. You go on. You press the tracking number. You go in. This was attempted to be delivered. It's like, no, it wasn't. What? No, it wasn't. Nobody tried to deliver anything.
0: The problem with your place is that they can't find it. So they'll spend exactly 20 seconds looking around for the house and go, no, can't see it
1: well it's like getting a a takeaway a while back and getting a phone call from the from the delivery guy like can do you reckon you could come to the corner of the road um because uh, i just i can't find it so fine okay so go out there it's fucking freezing i'm stood there for five minutes and he pulls up in the car so you haven't been looking for five minutes you've just Mm -hmm. preempted and couldn't be bothered to look for it you lazy lazy bastard Uh, Um, that's
0: different
1: doctor who Just Now, is that is that in
0: reply to a conversation that we had where I I said that I'd actually watched about four seasons of it? Uh
1: well it just made me think. Um I went to uni with a guy um who was obsessed with Doctor Who and when he got his first um Student loan sum in, which was probably about a thousand pounds. He mm. he, him and his brother drove to like fucking Aldershot or something, and um bought a life-size Dalek replica, which cost him about a thousand pounds.
0: No, for fuck's sake! See, no, uh,
1: you know, and no. and it's just, uh, yeah, I don't get Doctor Who. It's not my thing. Like, I hate it um my next one is um post pregnancy announcement updates so obviously there is a certain amount of time um before a woman a couple whatever announce that they are having a child which i totally mm. understand because of the all the issues that can happen uh, surrounding it but then once they do every single thing that they either post on social media or talk to you about in person is about <laughs> the fact that they're having a child. And and I think it's important to, to specify, obviously I have no problem with anyone who wants to have a child. I understand that it's important to you, but not everything you then do for the entirety of your pregnancy has to be about the fact that you are pregnant. You know, Trump gets, yeah, we get Joe Biden gets elected I'm so glad that my, um, li- my baby will little P will grow up. In- it's like, uh, uh, bleh, bleh. Shut, up. Shut, up. shut up! Nobody no cares. cares about the fact that you're pregnant. No one gives it's, a fuck. The thing is, a
0: lot of people mistake their first time for having something happen to them for the first time it ever happened.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It's like kids exist. We're all here. Like we don't need to know about the ins and outs. Well, yeah. I mean you can tell us that bit if you want. It's probably the more exciting part. But no don't need to
1: know if it's like eve adam and i'm brian on the side and eve's pregnant i'm like fucking hell that is that is mental that yeah is keep mental. me updated because i don't understand that, what's happening. not fucking interested um <laughs> my penultimate one is bulk cooking density regret so um <laughs> i occasionally cook <laughs> i'm not the world's greatest cook Um, But when I do, I always think, well, I'll make enough for a couple of meals. So I decided Mm. to cook a pasta dish. Um, Now, firstly, because of my frailties, I have to eat gluten-free pasta, which is disgusting. Um, I cooked enough of it probably for, I would say, four lunches and dinners. So eight portions, but somehow everything just kept multiplying. And it was horrible. It was horrible. So I had eight meals worth of this thing that I'd cooked as a kind of that you didn't like. I didn't like. <laughs> so I just had. To, I was like, hate eating bolognese. I was just like, this is this is. I hate this. I hate this. Um, and my last one is um, lift slash stair movie confusion. So you have someone who is shouting out of their window from the second floor. You have the other character who is standing downstairs on the ground floor, and at the same time they both say, "And they do that." Just wait there, and then <laughs> they press the top. button, and this one doesn't work. <laughs> so then they run up the stairs, and then the other one's like, "Oh, here's the lift," and they go down on the lift, and then they're in different places. It's like, look, if that ever happens to me in real life, I'm gonna be like, right, don't fucking move. I'm not gonna run. I'm gonna wait until you have acknowledged that there's an understanding between yeah. us or I'm just going to stand here. I'm just going to wait because there's no need for it. It's it's unnecessarily fretty and confusing. And it's just, it. In, in 2020, it just doesn't need to happen. So just stop. Just stop. Fair enough. There we go. Well, I've only got two. That's okay.
0: So my first one yep. is the overuse of the word, shenanigans okay now a shenanigan here or there is fine yes but if you were to say shenanigans in almost every other sentence the word shenanigans starts to one sound ridiculous because let's face it shenanigans and two completely pointless it means nothing whatsoever if you describe everything you do as a shenanigan. Aren't you just a shenanigan?
1: <laughs> well, I guess my my real question would be, who is overusing using the word shenanigans?
0: Uh, people. Okay, I've seen it okay. whether on the socials or in in real life. It's a, it's turned into that cheeky one. Oh, you know when okay. everyone used to say going for a cheeky bit. Well, now it's up for some shenanigans.
1: Ah, oh, yeah. Okay, makes me want to yeah. smash it's my a shame face because I bed. think shenanigans is quite a good word. It was a good word. Yeah, yeah.
0: And now everyone wants to have shenanigans. I'm out. Done. Can't do it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I respect that.
0: Commercial radio, including and not limited to, starring people like Vin Diesel, KSI, and my main man, James fucking Arthur. Why do they exist? And why are they being perpetuated into my ears more than once in a single playlist play session? Offended.
1: I mean okay, I'm offended. So, so firstly when you said that this I was thinking you've def- you've definitely made a mistake there Vin Diesel but then I remember that he did that a dance He certainly yeah, did Okay fine so I forgot about so that
0: You got Vin Diesel bringing out music because he can't make films because presumably they can't do a Fast and the Furious 27 No so, No So who the fuck who's
1: KSI KSI
0: is a YouTuber who You may remember from a little while ago doing a celebrity boxing match with another Oh yeah I
1: do I didn't yeah I do know that is, isn't he British
0: He is right he is. right So somehow KSI has gone from doing YouTube vlog business to getting paid millions to box a, a muppet Right And now presumably due to his his money and his aspirations he's in the music business Right with some of the worst ABC rapping I've ever heard in my life. Of course. On top of the shittest, most churned out, Billy, basic, beige, electronic music ever. Right. And like, the dude's getting features left, right and centre, because presumably he brings the views with him, with his huge YouTube following, or whatever.
1: Fuck a turd. Where are the standards? Well, you know what it is? I think it's a lot has changed because when you and I were of an age of being influenced by anyone, mm. was, you know, Big Brother when Kinga uh, inserted a wine bottle into her vagina. Like, <laughs> those were the kinds of things that people had to do to get into the public eye. Whereas nowadays, yeah. because of sort of social media platforms, People have a, a, a perhaps a more structured entry to the business. I think it was you know back then with Kinger and Nasty Nick and the other ones you know <laughs> that, that was a, such a, such a simpler time whereas now that was like s-
0: the start of the social media celebrity wasn't it? Because yeah it they was. weren't real celebrities. you don't want to call them um, uh, what, what were they calling him? them? They had a, a, a special bracket for that kind of celebrity, wasn't
1: it? It was the there were reality TV stars, yeah,
0: reality TV star, yeah.
1: whatever.
0: But then I don't see many of those people bringing out an album,
1: no, you know, doing something else. Craig, out- yeah, Craig, Craig went on, on to take <laughs> rooms or whatever. Yeah. Wasn't it? That's one for the kids, Like in Lawrence, Well and Bowen, or something, yeah, yeah.
0: But, but, but that was that. Now you could be a YouTuber and you'll end up in a movie or On Radio 1, next to James fucking Arthur. I mean, all I need is a back-to-back playlist of (laughs) Vin Diesel, next up someone featuring KSI, and now we've got the new one with James Arthur.
1: I don't give up. He came from a reality TV show, didn't he? He did. And the thing is, I'll tell you what really annoys me about all of this. Not one of those three men, as far as I'm aware, that you have mentioned, have ever inserted a wine bottle into any of their orifices. So why do we know their names? So we shouldn't have to know their names. I still remember Kinga. Because she did something yeah. for this country. She showed, <laughs> She's never going She away. showed people out there that if you work hard enough and you put your mind to something, you can achieve it on national television. Have you And I guess listeners as well I mean you can't answer this at live, but you could let us know ever used moist toilet tissue i don't mean toilet paper that you have just wet
0: or a wet wipe you're talking about
1: well it's kind of it is kind of a wet wipe but they call it moist toilet tissue
0: because it breaks up like tissue does
1: well yes so 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 i have some that are 100% biodegradable and all that kind of stuff but the idea of them is that you um you use them when you've had a particularly heavy or or tricky um, session, and you you know dry paper just <laughs> won't session. suffice. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, as you know, be back Lee, in a minute, love. I'm just going for a sesh. <laughs> <laughs> as <laughs> as you know, Lee. Um, yeah. I am, and part of the reason why I haven't been able to record is because i'm i'm moving i'm in the midst of packing to move yes Um, and with that was obviously a case of you realize how fucking dirty everything is even though i'm you know retentively clean Mm. there's still things that you forget about so amongst all the other kind of you know uh bleach sprays and fucking this spray and that spray and you know yeah what I um, purchased was some um, large antibacterial wipes for the floor yeah Um, so they're very distinct the packaging and I was we've got I've got this kind of big bath and I was cleaning round the outside of the bath, and as you know, Lee, because you've been to my flat, the toilet's yeah. right next to the bath. Yeah. So, I kind of wipe round the outside of the bath with these industrial wipes, bleach, you know, whatever, inside of the bath, doing my business, blah, 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 blah right, and I think, I'm just about to leave the bathroom, and I think, oh, oh I'm going to have a wee. So I have a little wee, psh, do my wee, flush, wash my hands, blah, blah. Ten minutes later, I'm like, oh, God, I need shit. So, as one does when one needs a shit, they go and have said shit. So I'm sat in the yeah. toilet. I'm, you know, doing a crossword on my phone or whatever. Um, and I feel like, you know, this is one of those moments where I need a moist toilet tissue, you know? So I reached to my side. I unfurl the packet of what I believe to be moist toilet tissues Yes. I I mean, of course, I've already read this. Take one out. I think to (laughs) myself, I don't think to myself, God, that's a lot bigger than they usually are. I sort of fold it in the appropriate manner. I reach down past the bottom of my back, past my tailbone, into the crevice as the material of the wipe swoops against my anus i realize it's lemon scent <laughs> these are not moisty t- toilet tissues these are in fact industrial bleach floor cleaning wipes that i have just rubbed against my asshole
0: so your sphincter's going ape shit at so this all
1: point. of a sudden it's like oh my god i'm on fire what the f- and it takes me a second it's not until I'm like, wait, what? what is happening? What is? Oh my god, it's something bad, and I realise I've just wiped my ass with a fucking bleach wipe, but I have to continue uh. to wipe not with the bleach, and it's just I can't put them down the toilet because they're not biodegradable, but then I'm like, well I don't want to walk around the flat with a a bleach wipe that's got a little tiny bit of poo on it oh, am I, spo- am I, spo- I can't just put it in the bin I haven't it- i couldn't I, walk i, lo- I couldn't I walk the that, next the day last... mate <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh my god i'm on fire it bleached your arsehole i had love bleached it. my arsehole <laughs> <laughs> like
0: how how in the boat in the last two or three episodes have you both had catastrophic I know. shit mishaps I don't like know. how
1: i was just be- i was being too um i was being too cocky that's what it was I wasn't concentrating. I was too busy, yeah. you know, doing a, a cross. I've got this in hand. Yeah, I can Man, do this. I've shit
0: loads of times. Yeah, I'm I've a done. pro at
1: this. <laughs> this, is one, this is the one thing I'm an expert in. I've got this. So, you know, just be careful where you put your bleach wipes, listeners. <laughs> It's now time for this. Well, are you just fucking killing me? Well, are you just fucking kidding me? Well, are you just fuck, fucking kidding me? Well, you just fuck, king, 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 king. you, you fucking like kidding me? Right? Um, and I thought, Lee I, and listeners, I thought there was only one place that I could go in order <laughs> to strong arm are you fucking kidding me, into the show this week. And that Don't is know. only 35 of the stupidest things that Donald Trump has ever said. <laughs> I mean, it's inevitable. In be. deal. be. So um, here we go. I had some right, beautiful pictures taken in which I had a big smile on my face. I looked happy. I looked content. I looked like I'm a very nice person, which in theory I am. In theory, brilliant. In
0: theory, in practice not so much.
1: The beauty of me is that I am very rich. <laughs> A quote about the Duchess of Cambridge, Kate Middleton, who wouldn't take Kate's picture and make lots of money if she does the nude sunbathing thing. Come on, Kate. I think I'm actually humble. I think I'm much more humble than you would understand. I'm intelligent. <laughs> Some people would say I'm very, very, very intelligent. I have never seen a thin person drinking Diet Coke. Sorry, losers and haters, but my IQ is one of the highest, and you will know it. Please don't feel so stupid or insecure. It's not your fault. My father gave me a small loan of a million dollars. Yeah, small mo, small loan. While Bet Midler is an extremely unattractive woman, I refuse to say that because I always insist on being politically correct. Except on exporting the... goods to China, listen, you motherfuckers, we're going to tax you 25%. No way did he say that.
0: No way did he say that. I mean... <laughs> Where is it? Where did he say that? Where's that
1: from? I don't know. Look, let me get <laughs> so through. So he pointed at China and said, listen, you motherfuckers. <laughs> I mean, who knows? <laughs> uh, about two, he said this to Cher. I don't wear a rug. It's mine. And I promise not to talk about your massive plastic surgeries that didn't work. Um, <laughs> this is the best example of me think he doth protest too much. You ready? Yeah, go on. I think Viagra is wonderful if you need it. If you have medical issues, if you've just had surgery, I've never needed it. Frankly, I wouldn't mind if there were an anti-Viagra, something with the opposite effect. I'm not bragging. I'm just lucky. I don't need it. I've always (laughs) said if you need Viagra, you're probably with the wrong girl. (laughs) On Puerto Rico, this is an island surrounded by water, big water, ocean water. (laughs) Yeah, I love That's so good. Big water. Big, big water. This one makes me feel very uncomfortable. My fingers are long and beautiful, as it has been well documented, are various other parts of my body. Uh... I think the only difference between me and the other candidates is that I'm more honest and my women are more beautiful. All of the women on The Apprentice flirted with me, consciously or unconsciously. That's to be expected. I've said if Ivanka (coughs) wasn't my daughter perhaps I'd be dating her. A very a person who is very flat-chested is very hard to be a 10 out of 10. You know, it really doesn't matter what the media write as long as you've got a young and beautiful piece of ass. Number one, I have great respect for women. I was the one that really broke the glass ceiling on behalf of women, more than anybody in the construction industry. My relationship, I think, is going to end up being very good with women. I love (laughs) the fact that he doesn't understand that the whole purpose of the glass ceiling is that women have to smash through it themselves. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I I I broke it for you. So (laughs) that's... Hey, Juggie, Enjoy. This is the day after Brexit. Just arrived in Scotland. Place is going wild over the vote. They took their country back. Just like we will take America back. No games. It's freezing and snowing in New York. We need global warming. (laughs) The concept of global warming was created by and for the Chinese in order to make U.S. manufacturing non-competitive. By the way, I have great respect for China. I've got many Chinese friends. They live in the buildings, in my buildings all over the place. What we should have done is played Trump or David Brent. Um, Oh, that would be good. (laughs) I could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and I wouldn't lose any voters. Okay. It's like incredible. Incredible. I do know what to do and I would know what to do to bring ISIS to the table or beyond that defeat ISIS very quickly and I'm not going to tell you what it is. An extremely credible source has called my office and told me that Barack Obama's birth certificate is a fraud. and. Did you notice that baby was crying halfway, half of the speech and I didn't get angry? Not once. Did you notice that? That baby was driving me crazy. I didn't get angry once. I didn't want to insult the parents for not taking the kid out of the room. Something very important and indeed society changing may come out of the pandemic, ep, pan, pff, the COVID epidemic. That will be a very good thing. No shaking hands. The worst thing a man can do <laughs> is go bald never let yourself go bald
0: and that that's his his one true lasting legacy is that you shouldn't go bald and that he's got beautiful fingers beautiful long i'm not sure
1: all of the um women that he sexually assaulted would necessarily agree with that um but you know America's works in a way where their stories don't get listened to they get quashed, they get suppressed so, I mean, good riddance, fucking disgusting tangerine cockwomble, fuck off
0: (laughs) and on that note you should all fuck fuck off as well
1: (laughs) (laughs) we're not kidding, he's gone he's fucking (laughs) gone Trump is (laughs) far. Gone,
0: gone. Tis the end of another exciting episode of the Babbleman,
1: and I think it's been a quite good one.
0: I mean, I know we've not been around too much,
1: but no, but that's fine. You know, we we will attempt, listeners, to to um, stay back on track. But yeah. We're, we're here now and that's all that is important. Well, I mean, technically that's not true. There are two other things that are important um, that I thought I would bring to you, Lee, because oh. we have been known to have an opinion on um, popular opinions, if you like, to certain foodages. Okay. So what I'm presenting to you are two things. One... And I think this is, this is the kind of content, this is exactly the kind of content that listeners want. And Look, it's exactly the thing that they've been missing in their life. And what that is, is a history of big biscuits in 15 fantastic facts.
0: <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I mean, people come to the babblemen to be up to date on their biscuit news, amongst other things.
1: So fig rolls were invented as a health food. They were a luxurious health health food that was seen to keep the body in perfect balance. Uh,
0: made you slightly fat, but helps you to shit more. Doesn't so, matter. The, f- the
1: first British biscuits were breath fresheners. Now, I am always what? very conscious about having raucous breath, so I eat mints a lot of the time. Uh, as in M I N T S, not you know, beef mints. Um, <laughs> I'll just sit there eating raw mints. <laughs> Half, yeah. <Ta-ta-tac. Steaks> <laughs> mm.
0: This is uh, suits me out.
1: <laughs> but biscuits were, yeah, they were the first. They were, um, they were part of in in a sort of alchemy medical handbook, as um, described as firstly as tasty morsels, which I think is a fantastic way to um, describe the biscuit. But they were thought to suppress the vapors rising from the stomach, which made the breath smell. Um, wow. They were also biscuits were first um, made to be dunked into wine, which is why sponge fingers, or long chat and biscotti are long and thin, so they could fit into narrow glasses. Gingerbread men there you go. are modelled on Guy forks. What? They are modelled on Guy forks. So, after the gun ploughed a plot, under the gun plowder plot plot, in 1605, there was a new tradition. The biscuit... Uh, they were essentially created to resemble um, the likeness of things like Catholic saints and whatever and whatever, whatever. Um, hmm. And people secretly um, wanted to show their support to um, Guy Fawkes. So the original gingerbread were created in the silhouette of Guy Fawkes's profile.
0: Well, they, I genuinely did not know that one. Me neither. Uh, is actually an interesting fact. There we
1: go. Well, I think I've got a, a few more for you. Um, biscuits are why Liverpudlians are called scousers. Ships' biscuits were not meant to be eaten dry, but first soaked and then used as a base for a stew called a lobscouse, which was a standard meal for sailors. Scraps of whatever they could find um, and uh, um, semen not that kind in Lapland <laughs> they used walrus Germans used herring English used salt beef but in Liverpool scouse became such a common meal among the Dockers that all Liverpudlians were referred to as scousers.
0: yeah and scouse still exists today essentially just mash with other things in it
1: <laughs> there you go
0: <laughs> carrot beef etc yeah. had it many times quite yeah. tasty
1: um, eating a biscuit relieves sin apparently.
0: Relieves sin?
1: Yeah, so... Um, I am
0: fucking godly.
1: Yeah, by the 17th century in <laughs> England, it was custom to serve biscuits um, in as part of a church service. Okay. Because it was supposed to... Uh, it was to, to do with um, soaking things up. Soaked up sin. Soaked um, up the sins. The biscuit factory, the first ever biscuit factory, was 1846 in Reading. They made um, lady fingers and things called tops and bottoms. Um, Queen Victoria refused to have a biscuit named after her. Digestive biscuits were invented to cure an epidemic of flatulence. And that's why McVitie's, in in the early, or sorry, the late 19th century, added baking powder because they believed it was to guard against indigestion and that okay. revolutionized McVitie's biscuits biscuits <laughs> also used to fuel explorers um and oh no I've lost it oh no here we go Um, jazz clubs in the 1920s and this is my favourite one (laughs) jazz clubs in the 1920s gave out what they called party biscuits so biscuits found new niches in the hedonistic world of the 1920s with its whirl of jazz clubs dance crazes and cocktail parties the biscuit manufacturers brought out ranges of cocktail biscuits and targeted the new milk and coffee bars just as biscuits had been presented as the ideal snack to pack for a bicycling trip, excursion biscuits, yes, excursion biscuits, (laughs) um, were presented as perfect to take on a motoring jaunt while yacht biscuits were meant to be taken sailing. There were even And I think we should change the name of the podcast immediately to Conversation Biscuits to be sampled whilst chatting with friends.
0: Ah, more delegations of specific genre of biscuit,
1: please. Excursion Biscuits, Yacht Biscuits and Conversation Biscuit. But all of this, and that was a really genuinely, it shows you how much of a fucking loser I am, was an interesting article article (laughs) I was reading in The Guardian. However, yeah. All of this six-minute talk about biscuits is leading up to one thing to end this week's episode. I happened to then see something which was um, a, a pole had been put in the field so whilst America's polls are in the field to determine uh, a new president, oh, over right. here... Sorry, for a
0: split second when you said a poll. Not of a, a Polish president. person Literal or a poll, poll in a field. In a field. <laughs> yeah, no, no, on, no. <laughs> A <laughs> so poll. What does that
1: mean? A poll. <laughs> um, and that poll had gone out to the British public <laughs> and <laughs> a survey, if you like. I should have said survey. Um, what belongs in the Great British Sunday Roast?
0: Okay.
1: So what they did I'm wondering wondering how it relates to biscuits. Carry on. No, but it was just a thing of like, oh, you like reading weird things about food? Here's another weird thing about food. Do (laughs) you see what I mean? It wasn't like people had biscuits on their roast dinner. But what it says was when when it comes to the typical British roast dinner, there are certain ingredients that are non-negotiable. A survey has found um, all of the things that people want on their roast dinner. 38, and basically what I want to do, Lee, is I'm going to tell you what supposedly the the British public want on their roast dinner, and mm. you tell me whether you agree or disagree.
0: Right, I'm going to say yes or no to each individual. This is the official Babbleman best roast that we're going to announce
1: yes. after this. okay. Okay. 38% of people picked roast beef as the meat, 27% chicken 20% lamb. So, roast beef, do you agree or disagree?
0: No, clearly everyone's wrong because lamb is the top of that list.
1: Okay, so contentious start. 81%, so one in five Britons, uh, no, that's not true at all. 81% <laughs> of people, so, no, sorry, I read that wrong. 81% of people have said, obviously, the roast potato must be on the roast dinner. Yes, but agreed. one in five Britons chose mashed potato instead. Or you could be like me. And have both. And have both. Obviously. What are you talking about? Only 65% of people said gravy. What? I mean, but I'm going to come to something in a minute, which I think explains it, but I'm going to save it because it, I hope that you have the same reaction as I do. Um, okay. 58%, so just over half, would go for the Yorkshire pudding.
0: Mm, see, no, it doesn't interest me, the Yorkshire pudding.
1: I think that's mental. Yorkshire puddings are like the 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 little cave that you pour your gravy into. <laughs> um, but a lot of people were purists and said that, well, you can only have a Yorkshire pudding if you're having beef, which I, you know, I think I would just eat Yorkshire. I have once eaten an entire bag of frozen Yorkshire puddings. Um <laughs> Not because I was high or anything. I just, you know, I just ate them. Just really liked um, them. <laughs> just really liked your experience. Uh, 22% of people suggest parsnips. Okay. Parsnips are fine. I love a parsnip. But parsnips are good. See, the thing is the parsnips are more uh, popular than green beans, which was 11%, and cabbage, which was 4%. I don't think I don't think green beans have a place on a roast dinner. Cabbage, on the other hand, some nice braised red cabbage... <laughs> a uh, bit of cabbage, and cabbage with or and without the cab- uh,
0: yeah the cabbage doesn't exactly set the world on fire
1: okay 26% of people went for carrots yep okay um, agree. and then 23% of people went for stuffing half of those who eat stuffing have it with everything so not just chicken
0: oh right um, I mean I'll have a stuffing ball maybe okay but it's not needed in my now, eyes
1: of people said sweet
0: corn. Sorry,
1: what? Sweet corn. Who the fuck is putting sweet corn on their roast dinner? Edged out cauliflower. Well, cauliflower's better than sweet corn. And swede. I mean, swede's great. It's a pain in the ass, but... You feel like, yeah, but... Sweet corn. A quarter... Of the, a quarter of the British population have chosen sweet corn on their roast dinner because, of course, we were all contacted. But I've I've never seen anyone. No, neither have I. Neither have I. Have sweet corn with their roast dinner. Neither have I. Ever. However, 8% of the country Mm -hmm. said tomato ketchup. (sighs) Tomato fucking ketchup. 2% said mayonnaise mayonnaise on a fucking roast dinner what are you talking about so Lee come on let's not let's not leave them lingering too long that's almost as bad
0: there there used to be a friend of um, in fact it was uh, former Portsmouth goalkeeping legend Alan Knight's parents I used to be friends with them for some reason anyway long story short we stayed with them in London with my nan and granddad that's how old they were and they had a roast and they cooked the roast it's all what you've just said all the trimmings the the meat carrots potatoes blah 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 Mm. and then we start pouring gravy and it gets around to, to the, the the matriarch of the family. They say, Are you gonna have some, Doreen? She goes, No. Then I've none of that muck on my roast. She picks up the vinegar uh. and puts it on her roast dinner. And I was
1: <laughs> so, I was sat in my chair, slack
0: jawed, just staring at a plate like, What are you I doing? I
1: fucking hate vinegar anyway.
0: Oh my vinegar on chips only. That is it. No, I can't end.
1: even handle that. Vinegar I mean,
0: does not go on a roast fucking dinner. Neither does ketchup. No, well, it mayonnaise. Neither does mayonnaise.
1: So, tweet on. Let's go. Plats. Let's go definitive. So, I think the meat is irrelevant. <laughs> All meat is good on a roast dinner. All meat, it doesn't matter. Good. Beef, turkey, whatever. Don't care. Lamb, whatever. It's probably the least important part of the roast. Of course it is. Of course it is. That's just the. That's just the kind of. So, episode. looking at the rest of my, my
0: plate, we'll say. Yep. You're gonna see the mash. Yep, the roast potatoes.
1: Hang on. How many roast potatoes? Because I always go for more than I'm ever going to be able to eat.
0: <laughs> well, I only go for two or three because I intend on clearing my plate.
1: Okay, fine. A little but disappointed, but fine. We've got a mash. Yep. We've
0: got a roast potato. Yep. we got ourselves some carrots.
1: 100%. What, roasted? Of course. But honey uh, roasted carrots, surely.
0: Almost always, um, what, what was it, Was it, it, it battened carrots in honey and sugar and everything. Yeah, yeah, steps. really
1: terrible for you. A terrible thing to do to a vegetable, but delicious. But yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, there could be a Brussels sprout on there. Oh, I'm all for a Brussels sprout, mate.
0: Not against a well-cooked... Don't cook it enough. Make it like a marble. I'm throwing it at you.
1: Yeah, don't boil them. What you want to do, like everything that we're talking about, I mean, these are supposed to be vegetables, but if you pan-fry yeah. them with some bacon, oh, my God, it's a, it's a game-changer. <laughs> I mean, I steam changer.
0: mine because I don't want my heart to give in on me, but... <laughs> it is a game changer. Yep.
1: Then, mm.
0: with all of these other things already present on the plate, mm. there is an option. There could be some swede.
1: Yeah, I'll take it or leave it. Parsnips, Fancy little, like, definitely. Yeah, go for.
0: could be some parsnips. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. They are in the maybe maybe not category. Yeah. It could also be cauliflower cheese. Now I know you don't like it. No.
1: No, but I I concede that that is a, a staple part of a roast dinner. But the cauliflower cheese yeah,
0: in the corner of the plate. Yep. could be a Yorkshire pudding. I personally don't like them.
1: Yeah, I'd go Yorkshire. I'd go stuffing. I'd go cabbage. I'd go. I'd go big. I'd basically. I'd go Christmas dinner. I'd go. But what and you
0: will hundred percent have present, whether via boat or straight on the plate, is gravy.
1: Of course you will. Of course you will. I mean I, I don't, don't care have if you're so using much beef gravy gravy with chicken, but as I, long as there is yeah, gravy. I don't care, but I have so much gravy that other people look at my plate and go, that is a lot of gravy, isn't it? That is probably <laughs> I think that's too much. I have gravy. so
0: much gravy that I struggle to keep my plate level enough to keep all oh of the gravy. God, I'm
1: always covering myself in gravy. <laughs> and you know what? I don't give a fuck.
0: I want it so moist that I could mm. literally suck it up with a straw yeah, and have my course. diet dinner in one go.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Everything just turns soggy but
0: delicious. I want it wet. Yeah. I want it dissipated. <laughs> if it's not that, it's not a roast dinner. No. But there is there is one thing I left out because I want to know your opinion on this. So, um, getting to Christmas, yeah? Yep. All the Christmas party foods have come out. Oh, I can't wait. How are we about mm. the little cocktail snosser jars Yeah, with the bacon wrapped rounds to make it the piggy in the blanket?
1: I've said this on the podcast before, definitely.
0: On a roast dinner, you need two at the side. So once you've done your meat and you've got halfway through the rest of the veg that's left, you look over and you go, oh, what a wonderful day it is. And then you finish those two little piggy blankets.
1: I, I mean, I agree with you, but I'll raise you. I could quite easily eat an entire tray of pigs in blankets pigs in blankets to me are just like that is we've said we've said this on a podcast before we have mentioned the the two things that i look forward to about christmas is pigs in blankets and twiglets that's it i don't give a fuck about anything else People are going, oh, they're up in arms, lockdown, we not going to see our family. Look, I just want to get on BBC News. Hi, everyone. Ryan from the Babblement Podcast. Don't worry about it. If you've got pigs and blankets and you've got twigglers, you don't need anything else.
0: You're all good. You're you all safe. good.
1: You've got everything you could possibly need.
0: So there you go. I think that wraps it up quite definitively as to what the prime Babblement British roast dinner should look like
1: next week the fried breakfast
0: (laughs) no it won't be next week next month yeah whenever we whenever we're able
1: to record again you'll hear us we love you listeners thank you for your patience
0: we're never going away don't worry about it bye